0: a quick listener warning. This episode contains subject matter about domestic abuse and may act as a trigger for some listeners. If you or anyone you know are in an abusive relationship and need help, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233 for help or visit the all calls and inquiries are anonymous and are answered by trained professionals who can help. Thank you and enjoy our story. Changing it up this week. I mean, it's fantastic. I'm a huge, huge fan of jazz. Oh, amazing. Imagine waking up one day, and you realize most of your life, you've been asleep. You went to school, and you pretended to be someone else. You graduated, and you went to college, and you pretended to be someone else. You find someone, you marry them, and you pretend to be someone else. You had a child, they grew and you pretended to be someone else. Imagine one day you wake up and you can't pretend anymore. You see so many years we spend consumed by others, we can forget. We even exist in the first place. When true happiness escapes us entirely what are we left with but a false sense of self wrapped up in personas it's tragic really that being said life is not a fairy tale but our story begins on a tower overlooking a false kingdom where anyone can be anyone but rarely honest with themselves. I want you to uh, sit back and enjoy a slightly more produced episode for pros this week. In a story I call Spire. Enjoy.
1: I left him once, separated from him and took my son. (laughs) I got an apartment and my son had learned his father and I were over. He learned everything, you know?
0: She paused and the breeze consoled her.
1: I went back to him though.
0: The music from the bar drove a constant dance beat into the night.
1: I was so... I mean, I had done it, you know? She looked into nothing. I had finally left him, and then I went back. I led him back into my life.
0: There was a desperation to her that maddened the deepest fibers in me. Something that pulled with consistent strain against the way everything around us was moving. She stood draped in elegant silks, gold body chain taut around her slender waist, as she leaned against the bar, waiting for her drink. The matching gold bangle around her right wrist would slip. Nervously, she pushed it back up. She turned to me, red hair whipping about and smiled anxiously. There were subtle lines on the edges of her eyes that she was self-conscious about every time she smiled. She looked down to the bar, Her green eyes glanced up, then back at me. Her heart was broken. I knew this before. We had spoken last year on a rooftop in the southern portion of the produce district in L.A. It was there we shared a conversation under dim, lit, dull yellow bulbs strung haplessly on the rooftop of some high-end fashion show.
1: Sometimes I feel like it's useless.
0: She said into her beer. Fast forward a year later and I had counted the days to see her again. And there she was, here now, 73 floors above Los Angeles, we sat overlooking the electric grid burning to the horizon, to be honest, I wanted her in some way, not in a carnal nature, more for the sake of experience alone, something more of an incessant need to heal this woman, to take her through her catharsis and help treat the wounds. We are such lonely beings in our solitude.
1: I just got lonely. I was scared. I was sitting in my apartment. My son asleep on the couch. And What was I going to do next? He loves his father, and I took him away. I felt this need, this overwhelming fear to run, to get out, to find some way to breathe again.
0: Her small frame cut a beautiful shape against the spotlights that rotated against the building. A huge flash of white illuminated the greens in her jumpsuit. And I saw her shoulders shake slightly as the curves of her body shone through her silhouette. She was beautiful. We're such lonely beings in our solitude. The spotlight turned. Shadows fell to hide away our conversation. Up here, so far from home, So far from the people below, so far from everything, she could finally let go and be vulnerable. Finally, she could stop performing and say aloud the thoughts that kept her up for countless nights. The truths that she had known for over ten years. The kind of fears that women hide from men. The fears they refuse to let go because if they did, what is left but to be another lost cause? I'm sorry. She wiped her eyes before her eyeliner could suffer. An apologetic smile turned the corner of her lips up, and she tilted her head. She'd done this for years throughout her life, apologizing for herself, for her emotions, for being an inconvenience to other surroundings. She'd come to see herself as some ornament, some pretty thing to never feel sadness, hatred, anger, to be seen and seen only. The idea of her being treated this way for so long. The flash I god of her house in the Midwest when she was 13. Her mother ignoring her question. Her father never being present. Another image of her at 20 when she was aware of her compromising what she wanted. And then she was 26 and became comfortable with never being happy. I wanted to smash her husband's face into pieces. I felt my hands tighten. I brought back the moment. This night was about her
1: oh i'm sorry god i've been drinking i'm just i mean you're not my therapist
0: she reached out and touched the back of my arm i looked into her eyes and smiled she smiled in return and i knew no one had really looked at her like that in years because of that fact she began to cry she remained composed though
1: my father was never really there I already knew. I just fear for my son. Not that he'd ever be harmed by his father, but because what he may be learning from seeing how his father treats me. How I let his father treat me.
0: They can see how the can fight, fight her husband and she had that? three years ago.
1: Huh? You know I work late. Sometimes I like to have a drink. It's not a fucking sin! I just... I don't understand how you can be so careless. Don't you care about us? About me? How are you so fucking Don't talk to me like that. I'm... I'm your wife. Christ, doesn't that mean anything to you anymore? How the fuck do you get off asking me bullshit like that? Over your voice, our son can hear you. Don't fucking tell me what to do! I'm not the one flying off to L.A. for work and then seeing other men. I can't believe you're bringing that up again. Am I not allowed to have friends? Not the kind you fuck on conferences.
0: They were in the living room. The walls were white with a white porcelain lamp on a dark wood stand. The reverberation of their voices traveling down the hall, the noise, the questions her son was asking. She shook her head slightly. She could fill me with her in the memory. She looked up at me, my eyes still focused on hers. She knew I loved her then. A drunk couple wandered into our area and tried to enter the restricted ballroom to our right. They stumbled, laughed, and wandered back to the dance floor around the corner of the building.
1: This may sound sad, but I see other couples, older couples, who are so in love, still holding hands, still together, and I think, I'll never have that.
0: For the last year since we parted ways in the airport from the last time we were in this fading city, I thought of her frequently. Who she was, had been, where she was in her life. Where she felt so sad. How she wanted to be loved, understood, and able to face herself. She looked away from me, out into the city.
1: I don't love him anymore. I'm not in love with him."
0: There it was. We stood motionless in silence together. She felt calm. It was a stillness that scared her but liberated her from the past, the previous 30 seconds of confession. I felt it before she did. The wave of fear and anxiety that welled up for years at the thought of admitting this fact to herself. Quietly, she began to weep. Respectfully, I let the initial onset of this fact seep into her heart. A dull ache traced over her consciousness. There in the night, us, so far above the world, she wept. Her small shoulders fell into themselves, her hand over her mouth tears rolling over them. I felt the weight of my body move as I closed the chasm between ourselves. My arms opened and without asking I pulled her to me. She turned quickly and buried her face into my chest. Her arms still wrapped around herself. She felt so very small, so delicate against me. She pushed harder against me and I held her tighter. I felt the strength in my body envelop her. The years of training, the countless hours spent with the iron, the taut musculature earned from fight after fight and training. As I held her, this was where I belonged at this moment. This was my purpose for her. Because she needed a safe place, somewhere to break, but to be held together, I let her into my mind. She began to feel my compassion for her, the way I had missed her for a year, the mornings I woke and wondered if she was okay, the nights I spent remembering her voice, her smile. She took a deep breath. (laughs) She felt how beautiful she was, how I was attracted to her flaws, her goofy side she let slip out when I had her laughing at dinner, how I didn't care if she thought she was old or beyond being sexy. She let her breath out with a slow sigh and stayed in my arms. Los Angeles surrounded us with its million lights and haloed buildings, the full moon a little closer to us than everyone else, the stars matching the street twilight and gentle warm breezes pushing in from the north. And yet, all this was to be forgotten with her in my arms, I held her and let her in. When I let her go. She slowly looked up to me and smiled. And it's just that simple. Spire was written by Gabriel N. Elizondo, with performances by Michelle Sosa as the lady on the tower, and Mitchell Jackson as the husband. Featured music is Sad Cop Story by Ludwig Mullen. Thank you, Ludwig. Narratives with Gabriel N. Elizondo is a Crown & Coil production. All written content and performances are exclusive properties of Crown & Coil productions. For additional content, a full list of featured songs in this episode, and to connect, please visit www.gabrielnelizondo.com or click the link in the show notes. If you like what you heard, please leave a rating and review. It really does help. And thank you for being part of our story.